0: stories big guests the big picture afternoons with rob breakingridge weekdays twelve thirty to 3 seven seventy chqr two weeks from today two weeks from today october 17th cannabis will be legal across the country are we ready i mean canada's a big country and so i suppose the answer is going to vary Across the country, I I think here in Alberta, we're actually fairly well set. It's certainly come across uh, through this whole process that Alberta has been ahead of other jurisdictions. So we'll see how it goes. We've got a lot of private retailers ready to go, uh, and we've got some companies ready to supply them. Uh, But there are some warnings uh, about possible shortages. And also some concerns about what else is still to come. Why aren't we legalizing all in one fell swoop? Why aren't we, for example, allowing the sale of edible and concentrated uh, cannabis products? That's coming at some point, we understand. But we're not there yet joining us uh, to talk about some of these concerns that the the C.D. Howe Institute uh, has uh, outlined in a new report out this week, more at cdhowe.org. Dr. Anandia Sen joins us, Research Fellow at the C.D. Howe Institute. Dr. Sen, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure to be uh, on your program.
0: Well, then we appreciate you making some time for us here. So, in in terms of whether we have enough legal supply to meet the demand in Canada, what's your sense of where we're at?
1: Well, it's... um it's it's tough to say in a sense um what i and my uh, co-author rosalie did is that we tried to um construct um, estimates of demand based on what we've seen in other jurisdictions like colorado and washington which have gone ahead and try to kind of match that to um possible uh, possible supply, and the way we estimate supply is that we construct an algorithm and kind of uh, fitted the algorithm to what we know supply is for medical marijuana and can kind of blow them up a bit. And so, to um, the quick response to your question is that um, we think in the first year that um, supply will probably be able to meet, at the best case, around 6% of demand and uh, worst case, around 30%. But um, you know, it could be, uh, this might seem a bit um, uh, a bit puzzling, but when he thinks through it, I think it becomes evident is that um, it's possible that legal supply, even if it's of a low amount, it might be able to meet legal demand precisely because most demand has, in fact, gone to the black market. And we're saying this because especially of what happening in Ontario as most of you know I guess is that in Ontario um, we're not going to have any retail brick and mortar stores um, till uh, April that's okay. a significant lack period and even in Quebec um, the second largest province it's only going to be 30 brick and mortar and retail stores so I mean that's really the big unknown if, if we had a system for example you're pointing out to Alberta yes I agree with you Alberta has um, been um, really on 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 point in this and they've gone ahead they've given out a sufficient number of licenses so the point being is that um, there's not really going to be a lot of inconvenience there and people going and being able to locate uh, the store but in the other big provinces I mean it's, it's just gonna be really hard to predict well,
0: we, we do have licensed producers, right? So if if we're studying the question of how ready we are, I mean, we we can basically count the number of licensed producers, and you know, we have some some understanding of what their capacity is, right?
1: Well, exactly. But the problem is that there's a gestation period, right? So uh, if you're looking at October, then the effective number of producers are the ones who were in business um, by December of last year, because it takes about eight to nine months for the product to, uh, you know, there's a gestation period, right? You get your license and you start production. But from receiving your license and starting production, it takes about eight months or nine months to re- your product to reach the market. And that's what the problem is, is that when this whole process started, um, we are just playing serious catch-up. Um, and so we're not caught up yet. We will be by the second year. Uh, by the second year supply, there will be more than enough supply, but not in the first year. Legal
0: supply. Right. So w- w- what do you think is going to be the impact of those shortages?
1: Well, I think, so let's put it this way. Kind of the counterfactual is weed maps. Have you ever seen weed maps?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Okay. I mean, I have for my research purposes. <laughs> so it's it's an app. You can download it on your phone or go to the website. And um, you have a lot of uh, charts out there. There are a lot of uh, illegal producers, suppliers. And you can, with a lot of different variety, and it's, it's also alluding to what you mentioned earlier, is that it's just not um, the stuff you can smoke, but it's also the stuff you can eat, the edibles. And so you can pick and choose what you want, and especially uh, in a city like Toronto, the Greater Toronto Area, I could place an order, and I'll probably have my order at my house, delivered in about three hours. So, you know, when the, when the legal market is so entrenched. It's so easy to use technology to order what you want with no problem. You can you can sense there might be a big disaster looming with our largest province not having any retail storefronts uh, till April, and therefore as a result, there the government website or the cannabis store website from where you can uh, legally order and have the product delivered. It's it's going to be a significant lag out there, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, all these. The, all these things uh, come into play. The point being is that I, I think we're going to have some real growing pains in the first period. I mean, first uh, uh, the first year.
0: Yeah, we could. D- does it also mean then that the um, the black market will persist to to some extent?
1: Absolutely, uh, and that's that's my greatest fear because of this. Um, in Ontario, for sure, you'll have the black market not only persisting but really entrenched with a significant home-field advantage. I mean, I, I think that's going to happen in Quebec also, just because of the significant lack of retail brick-and-mortar uh, outlets.
0: What about the, the question of edibles? And, and we've certainly heard a lot about that because we're all trying to figure out where this can be publicly consumed. And a lot of governments are saying, look, if, if edibles were allowed, it would be a lot easier for us to license cannabis lounges. So why are we holding off on, on regulating edibles?
1: Well, I think uh, just because it was very difficult. I mean, the government wanted to push this through. The federal government wanted to push this through and uh, relatively quickly. And if you want to push it rel- through relatively quickly... It's a good idea not to um, go into the edibles market because then it becomes – then it's food, right? And that's a whole different slew of regulations which have to be crafted to handle that. Um, But the point being – and also maybe there's some caution that, look, we're really entering uncharted territory out here. So let's just be a bit cautious and let's just – uh, focus on products which can be smoked right um, or maybe built into like into baked goods at home but the point problem is is that it's it's been a trade-off right because uh, a lot of people prefer the edibles and that's becoming more and more apparent and so um, as a result now that's yet another reason why we'll probably have a very very well-entrenched uh, black market and um, yeah, uh, you know whatever happens in second second year, hopefully it'll be catch up and um, legally you know, licensed stores will be able to put out competitive products, so people don't have an incentive to go to their um, uh, illegal supplier. But um, it's it's not a good way to start. It's it's uh, the way the system's been set up is that uh, uh, there's definitely an opportunity for illegal suppliers to entrench themselves on the. Build relationships and uh, make sure there's still a player, even though they're illegal.
0: It's going to be interesting two weeks from today. Uh, we'll, we'll find out how it all is going to play out. Much more at cdhow.org. Dr. Sen, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. Take care.
0: You too. N.N.D.S.N. Uh, is a research fellow with the C.D. How Institute, cdhow.org.
1: Afternoons with
0: Rob Breckenridge, starting at 12:30 on News Talk, 770 Calgary.